0: Hey Kim, why can't a bike stand on its own? I don't know, Jen, why can't a bike stand on its own? Because it's too tired.
1: (laughs) All right, hello everybody. We are here for episode three.
0: We are excited and we are ready. We sure are. And we're hoping because we're recording at my house, we don't get interrupted by any of my three children. If you hear children (laughs) screaming in the background... It's okay. They're they're fine. They've just fallen out of the tree they're climbing in the front. <laughs>
1: they're side. all good. It's good. All right, Jen. So, we have some sad news to share. Oh. I'm upset. Are you? I'm not, but I'll tell you why after. Maybe you can fix it. Okay. So, <laughs> we saw we saw a tweet and a post uh, a couple days ago, I guess, right? Yeah, a couple days ago that the goo.gl, how do you say it? goo go, not,
0: not. ju.jl. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not please How are we ever gonna have an episode where we don't maybe when we decide to wrap it up we'll we'll, we'll just settle we'll settle on it
1: I don't okay think we'll
0: ever um i think if we start having guests we need to have a running vote. is what we need that's a good idea we could do that we as long, long as we agree not to fight about it i don't know if we could do that i'm i'm okay with not fighting because i know i'm right
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a couple of days ago we saw an announcement that the goo.gl Chrome extension, which allows you to create a shortened URL of any website really quickly, and it has something that I use all the time, which is a QR code generator, is being sunsetted. Yeah. Um now I actually don't use the the site, the website. I yeah. use the extension, but I imagine they're both going.
0: Yeah, I think I read the So both that going. was upsetting yeah. to me. So I I've never really used the the goo dot goal because I um, I don't like that you can't customize it. So I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Bitly, yeah. for that reason. And Which as is, are you. And we talked yeah. about it last episode, right? Yeah. So like, I, I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned that I have mild dyslexia. So seeing the letters and the numbers mixed up, And, yeah. and just if, if you're talking about UDL at all and and wanting to access for kids, like you, it's I think it's just better practice to be able to customize them. And Bitly's free, so I, I like yeah. that. But You use it for a reason. I use it for the QR code generator. Right. It's so quick and oops,
1: sorry about that. Uh Bang the table. Uh, It's so quick and simple to create. You just click two clicks and you've got your QR code. You can drag and drop it onto any document. You can print the image. I used to use it for, well, actually, I'll talk about it in a future podcast about how I used
0: to use it all the time. Okay. Um, so is it just the fact that you don't now have a go-to QR code? Here? Yeah. Okay. So, so this one. is the one that I use. It's I literally the first one that I Googled. Ages ago, and it, it tends to be my go-to. I really like it. Okay. Um, I You can sign up, which I imagine means you can store them, but I don't really ever have a need to store them because they're usually stored in a slide deck or a document yes. somewhere. So it's just www.qr-code-generator.com. That's it. And it does URLs, V cards, text, emails, SMS. You know, you type so it in. So I just in. paste the URL yeah. into the site. So, okay. yeah, if, if you were doing, like, any website... Um, and then you hit the you type in the url type QR code generator and there it okay. is on the right hand side you can say if you want it as if you want a frame around it or you know it says scan me it's super cute um you can customize it although i think the customizing one is you you need to sign up and there might right. be a fee and then you just download That's it and like it. It, it actually says it, it'll start in a minute and the first time i used it I thought it wasn't downloading, but it actually takes a minute because they have like this little like, hey, do you want to do more GoPro? And it explains pro and it sort of, sort of forces oh, you to okay. sit there for a minute. It goes on to, then it and opens. And it pops up. It pops up. And all I ever do on the Mac is like drag, drag it, it, it then into wherever I need it to go. Right click, save as. Right click. Yeah, absolutely. Right click,
1: okay. save as,
0: and you're good to go. Goodbye, so- dog good gl <laughs> goodbye guy, GL goodbye goodbye yeah Sunset. so i'll uh i'll put the link to that in case other people are having something similar to you there yeah Sounds so good. so sad it's like the era is done and they're actually giving which i thought was really nice um suggestions on where to go yeah
1: i saw that the they suggested Bit bit.ly and Owlly which yeah. i haven't used no no
0: they mine so yeah I'm curious to explore that and
1: that's probably why they're sunsetting it because they don't need to if no. there's other Precisely. tools out there that do just the same thing it's and they, market. they can focus their attention elsewhere yeah
0: so Do you have a share? I I had a big aha. So I actually had someone reach out and say, is there a way that I can embed a Google form in a... A google slide presentation she wanted students to go through it's, it's sort of a self-paced slide thing and can you a form throw... in yeah. a slide so that you could have the form much like you would in google sites yeah have the form in there to be able to fill out on the site so, so not you... just a
1: hyperlink to
0: precisely for precisely so I, I googled it i'm like embed and all of a sudden there was this thing that came up and i always yeah. do my search tools like within the last year and i was like this is amazing it was a video and I don't normally like to watch the videos and I watch them in double speed I do everything in double speed you know this what well, <laughs> you can't see right now is my eyes are bulging is this actually possible so no
1: oh. um, I, was, I know it was too good oh. to be true. I was
0: like I gotta watch it and essentially I got I said there it is see oh everyone I want you to know I brought a thesaurus today so when I use essentially too much I have it to the <laughs> Kim can vouch for me it's, it's to the page for essential. That's so I'm going to try it so basically it um, it it, it explained how to link to an outside oh, okay. I like, that's not exciting so but if anybody what... out there wants
1: to build this we would love to have oh,
0: I would love it. a
1: form live form uh, accessible within a slide deck
0: yeah for for self-directed That'd be cool. but what I did get from it yeah um, that made me do my big aha was this Google add-on that I hadn't heard of before and it's called doc to form so I'm often asked, okay, Jen, yeah, I, I want to go paperless and I'm going to put everything on, but I have all these quizzes. I can go to Google Forms, but like, I'm going to have to retype everything or, or cut and paste and whatnot. And this, this is the solution. So mm. I like, oh, great. So I had to think of all the people that I've told. I don't really know anything, but if I find something. I so vaguely
1: remember this You one. go to
0: uh, Google Docs and you get the add-on called Doc to Form. And, you know, the flyout says create a form to doc. When you create that, a little sidebar opens. You need to um, authorize it. it. Now, what you will notice, I believe, when you log in, and we'll see, it'll give you the app isn't verified. If you get that, your option seems to only be back to safety. But if you click advanced, it will say, okay, are you sure it's unsafe? And it just means it hasn't been verified by Google. Okay. Click go to doc to form. And then you'll see the normal thing that you get that says, you know, gives you all of the permissions that you're allowing. And you click allow. So now I'm in. And the sidebar will pop up that says, Okay, do you want to create a form? And I say, Yeah, I want to create a form. And it gives me options here. So, do you want to collect the username? Yes or no. Do you want to ask for the name? Sure, ask for the teacher's name. And those are check boxes. And then, so I have a little Macbeth Act One study quiz that I did once with students. Um, you just highlight the text. Okay. And then under question one, there's a text box you can type into. Or once you highlight text, you can say, oh. Use selected text and it pulls oh. it in for you automatically and then you say okay well what type of question there's a drop down here again do you want paragraph multiple choice checkbox or choose from a list and i'm going to say okay i want a paragraph for this and then i can add my next question there's a button underneath and so now i go to question two same thing i'm going to highlight it use selected text that's the really type easy. i'm going to choose paragraph and i'm going to do this let's say in this case for three questions and then i say okay i'm all done i want this to be you know a paragraph as well and then there's a blue button at the very bottom on the right hand side you hit Create form and it actually generates the form for you it will say success it says do oh, you want to view stressful. the form Sorry. and you click view form and it's all there that's amazing for you now you might want to go in and format how it looks and whatnot but at least those ones that you already have established for people who are looking to go from the paper copies to a digital copy yeah it's it's a little bit faster than having the two windows open have we talked about re- tab resize or no maybe? but okay, it's okay, coming out. Out. No, okay. No sneak peek um so instead of having to split your screen this is a cool way to do it now the one thing i will tell you is that af- at 10 questions and i want to get this right i have it in the notes um it says if you want more you have to pay oh. and it's um they give you options you pay through paypal and it see and it allows you up to 50 questions which hopefully we're not doing quizzes all. although if, if you're doing one that's like a choose your own adventure, you thing, your own adventure or i like to do forms for review that if you don't get it right then you you know go to a video branch or an explanation forms. of the branch forms that way, but that might be something you'd have to create on your own because the branches are not created through this, yeah, add-on, but it seems that as low as three dollars u s which at the time that I checked was three dollars and eighty seven cents Canadian <laughs> um, you could Yay. you could get access to everything and okay. and sure enough, when I said when I hit when I tried to add question number eleven instead of we're just checking to see if you're in our database, it says no, you're not consider, but you can get up to ten at least, That's so good um, yeah, it's called doc to Form eat. That was a really cool way if you're looking to go from, from paper to digital. Who made digital.
1: that? I thought I recognized the name, Ollie. Um, it's I, It said Ollie Trussell. I feel like I know Ollie. I oh,
0: feel like... That's fun. Let me, I want to... Um, he's from the UK. Yes, I, know, I know Ollie. Oh, yeah, He's yay. the one that taught me VLOOKUP. Oh, I love Ollie because I love VLOOKUP. I used VLOOKUP last week for something that I was doing.
1: So, Ollie, um, if you're listening and you remember me from... I don't know. Five years ago. Yeah. Thanks again
0: for teaching me how to do a V lookup, and thanks for Doc to Form. That's hilarious. Okay, and we'll put all these uh, sort of a handle in um, Mr. Tr- Ollie Trussell. Is that his I name? I think so. There you go. We'll and put... if I'm wrong, it's nice to meet you, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> if this is Ollie, we don't even know. It just says Mr. Trussell. but I know he's from the UK. Okay, well that probably is. At any rate, he has um, he has a few different add-ons that that looked yeah. interesting. So. Awesome. Yeah, cool. that's that's my share. Doc to Form. Nice. Your turn.
1: Okay, okay I, I, have I have a share. I have a share. Um, I have two short shares, and then I'll give my longer one later. Um, this is a very simple aha moment that I had this week, thanks to somebody from my PL, and her name is Pam McInnes. She's an administrator. Um, she didn't even realize that what she was trying to tell me was
0: to me this unbelievable. We say it all the time, right? Small to you, big to oh others. Share goodness. everything because oh you never know. It's why we started this podcast. So I was. We were just talking
1: about forms and sheets, and you know the data that comes from a form that pushes directly into a sheet. She was talking about how um, sometimes when she collects data for um, just observations of her her school, um, documenting conversations with parents, she uses a Google form. And she was talking about how sometimes she documents a conversation a couple days after or the next day after it has actually happened, and she needs to adjust the time. So I, what she said was. You know, if you double click on the timestamp in a sheet, the calendar comes up. And I said, what? What? But they're not hyperlinked. I know. She's like, no, no, no. If you double click and I go into the cell and I click on it. And I'm like, no, you have to, you have to go in and you have to manually change the date. She's like, no, just double click on it. Watch this.
0: Oh, get out of town.
1: (laughs) That's what I said. I was in the workshop and I said, are you kidding me? This whole time a calendar has been there. So you just have to double click. Change the date, and it even changes the formatting to, like, a more readable format. It just changes the date.
0: So the only thing you really lose in this case is the time. time.
1: Yes, you would lose the time because that makes sense if you're changing the date.
0: Yeah, of course, it wouldn't be the same time. But if the time time
1: doesn't matter, I mean, yeah, you can manually go in and you can change it, but who knew that if you double-click on it, a calendar comes up?
0: Does that happen only with forms, I wonder, or in any any cell that you... If I go
1: in and put in a date, so, like, December... 3rd. 1979. Or good date. Two, a good date. Okay, so there's the date. I'm going to make sure it's formatted. I'm going to format it as a date just to be sure it's formatted as a date. Now, if I double click. Yes!
0: What? Yes! That's pretty awesome. That's really awesome because I always, I, I always mess up the order. Isn't yeah. So my birthday is May the 6th. So fifth month, sixth day. Yes. So I'm like, is it five, six? Or is it six five? I've always been at five six seventy seven. So it's five six seven seven. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But and, and I think it's I think it's an American or UK thing.
1: I don't even know. May I think the sixth the sixth of
0: May. I say May the sixth.
1: What do you say? I say May the sixth. But sometimes when I'm typing it in, I'll do the date then the year. Yeah. And when the month is or when the date is higher than the, than the month, it, yeah,
0: it's yeah. easy. But when oh, it's but not. That, yeah, that's really that's really Anyways, cool. That was a neat little trick. Little trick, but really neat. Love it. Thank okay. you whos that? Pam. You
1: said Pam McInnes. Thanks, Pam McInnes. Okay, so another share that I got from two teachers in my PLN, and I'm gonna have to make sure I say their names correctly. Uh, okay, so oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. I'm so sorry. Okay, so Melissa Abale and Stephanie. Vicki Arelli.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. That's right, Vecchiarelli. Yeah, see, all those Italian courses in university
1: paid off. <laughs> okay, so we what were just talking, um, and they were sharing with me something that they loved, and it's this site, and I don't think this is going to be new to everybody. I think, I think this was just new to me, but this was great. There's mm. this site called Noisely. Yeah, I love Noisely. So, Noisely is a site, and if I click on it, you'll probably hear it in the background. Oh, let's play it. Um, okay, so what it is, is when you are working, uh, when you have your students working and you want them to be focusing or you want them to calm, this is a great website that just plays white noise in the background. Yeah. Is, that, is that what it's called? White noise? Yep. Or just just yep. sort white of noise. empty noise that will just fill uh, There's a great sound. So I thought that was great yeah. in terms of calming spaces, helping students to focus. And that's what it's for. It's for mindfulness and focus. So if you have some students that need noise in the background mm. but you don't want the noise to be distracting because yeah. sometimes they'll say oh can I listen to my music but the music can actually end up being a distraction yeah, Like they're when they start singing the along. and they're singing hey I just met you <laughs> this is crazy going in my head all I know day. you know why it's
0: mine because my kids sing it in- my kids I won't even
1: say the one that my kids were singing yesterday because they were watching sing
0: and I know yes I know I'm not even I know getting- it it's already Elton in my head. John.
1: Yeah, I know it destroyed my day yesterday <laughs> all day long. Elton
0: John can never destroy anyone's. Day.
1: <laughs> so this is a great option, I thought, just yeah. to have if they have their
0: earbuds in, yeah. have some rain in the background or just some white noise mm. for calming. I, I love a noise that you can actually layer the noises. Yeah, so you, can you can, make your own. Yeah, so when you go to the site, there's little icons for like so the rain is like a little rain cloud with raindrops and there's thunder. So I can have the rain. What's and the dial? Then
1: I can, can add.
0: The thunder, I'll show you. And then underneath, I can turn, then underneath, there's like a little slider so I can turn the rain down. Turn the thunder up. I can turn the thunder up. You know, they
1: did tell me, Stephanie and Melissa did tell me, watch the thunder with little kids because it will scare them. Yeah,
0: that's fair. However, I actually have used this, I, I discovered this. I want to say in the last year and I'll often use it when I go to Starbucks or anywhere to work because yeah. the white I, I'm a total eavesdropper all the time I need to know what's going on I have major FOMO even if I don't know you and so I put it on because um, the music same with me I start I start singing yeah. um but I love this because I can throw it on and it's just sort of that background noise without being noise when it's calming. It's very calming yeah which I very think calming. is great and I truth be told um sometimes I, I wear my Noise-canceling headphones around my house when my kids are being loud, and I don't want to tell them to be quiet because I understand that kids have to be kids. Yeah. And same with in teaching sometimes I'm not saying wear <laughs> headphones that are noise-canceling in your classroom, <laughs> but um, if you know you're on your your prep period or yeah. if you have a common lunch, that's another time that I would use it in a, in a school is to throw it on just to block out that sort of noise.
1: Um, and I'm also thinking about curriculum connections. If you're doing any drama,
0: any writing, Absolutely. this would be
1: a wonderful tool to just add that
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely if I instead of trying to go find a sound effect like that I'm thinking like the opening scene of Macbeth with the double double toil and trouble and they have the rain and and boom here we go and and you can totally create your own yeah it's it's really it's really cool and there's an app too it's not just web-based oh there's an app as well oh that's great yeah anyway so those are my two quick shares love them thanks love them that was pretty good you're up what have you got um so my big aha isn't Really, an aha, uh-huh. like ah, it's like ah, oh, oh, I love it. See the difference <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, So it makes you happy. It started last year, and it is Sketch Fifty. So for anyone who doesn't know, Sketch Fifty is a fifty-day sketching challenge, um, and it it is it challenges people to uh, flex their creativity muscles, so to okay. speak. So uh, almost two years ago now, I started sketch noting. And it's been quite a journey. And I started with having absolutely no, um, experience. And then it, it turned into, we were in our role, we're often on our computers and we were doing some work around truth and reconciliation with the indigenous peoples of Canada mm-hmm. in a meeting. And I didn't want to be sitting on my computer yep. because I found that to be really disrespectful in any situation, let alone in, in this one that was so important. But I also knew I, I get drawn in easily. So I thought, well, what can I do to distract myself? Cause I, I just can't do one thing at a time. It's not in me. Um, so I thought I'm gonna try this sketch noting thing. And I'd been listening to a book in the in the car as I often do um, or podcasts. And I'd started, but I thought, okay, maybe if I just do like little snapshots instead of a whole book, because I was finding getting through the book the first time because they're so long, really difficult to sketch. And I did a sketch about the the topic for our, that we were discussing around truth and reconciliation at that staff meeting. Yeah. I mean, long story short, I came home that night, I put the sketch on my island in the kitchen, we're dealing with the kids, and my husband came home and And, you know, we haven't talked, my husband and I, I'd say about five and a half years because we have five and a half year olds. So we're not allowed to talk um, because we constantly get interrupted. And by the time they go to bed, we're exhausted. Um, But what happened was he saw my sketch note. He said, what's this? And I said, oh, that's what we learned today about uh, truth and reconciliation in the staff meeting. And that evening we had a 45 minute discussion around truth and reconciliation, the Indigenous peoples of Canada. And and I thought I also had billions. It was like fireworks going off my brain about how this would be so helpful to me because I could remember so much of the conversation when I got home to explain to him, um, it prompted a discussion for us. So it really got me hooked onto sketch noting and, and that's what I do whenever I go to basically anywhere. If there's a keynote, I sketch it and and when I'm feeling stressed, it's, it's how I do a lot of people do yoga. I do that a little bit too or meditation, but mine is absolutely if I'm feeling anxious in any way, it's sketch noting and I just find there's something about it. And I'm an analog sketch noter and I do that for two reasons. First one is I, I like the pen to paper. Um, didn't to get off the computer because we're on it so much but I also like that I have to revel in the mistakes. Um, if you're on an iPad I can erase them. If I'm on pen to paper I can't really do anything. I need to iterate into something different or because it's very rare that I'll let myself rip a page out especially if I'm really into things. So, so Sketch50 came out last year. Um, Sketch50 50 is 50 days of sketching and last year they did it that they had big um things every every day almost and they, they said about the 25 day mark people got burnt out but what they do um lot, what they did last year was they had people or they had they tweeted out every day sketch this sketch a light bulb sketch a brains, and they had a theme for every week but they started to realize that people burned out because they were doing big things so instead this year of tweeting every day they're tweeting once a week and they're giving the theme and they're creating and i'll put a link into it but they essentially basically oh that's uh, really nice create um one sheet that says theme at the top and then they have five little boxes and what they challenge you to do is every day they give you ideas in the corner so more than five ideas so you're not limited to that idea that day and they say okay every day in a box so this is this week's for example you pick one of the things so this week is always learning so pick a a pencil a gear a light bulb connection reflect so some of them are really concrete some of them are abstract so they give
1: you a word or a concept and you have to sketch whatever that Means to you. to you. Yeah. So
0: a light bulb is, is pretty tangible. Yeah. Whereas communication might not be. Right. Um, and then you tweet them out and they say do it for five minutes every day. And then on the weekends, they're doing what's called, well, you can really do them, I think, anytime, but they're doing level up challenges. So they have this chart. I think there's 24 of them. So they'll say sketch quote, sketch your family. Like a choice or, board? Or do, yeah. It's, it's almost like a choice board. And then for everyone you do, you can tweet it out or put it on Instagram and you can enter a form and you put a link to that tweet or to that insta post and you're entered in draws to win all these prizes like books from sunny or suny brown i call her sunny brown i think it's sunny but it might be Sunny, who's due to revolution mike road or roadie i call him road but other people say roadie um who has probably my favorite book on sketchnoting ever which is um the Note handbook and uh sylvia duckworth has given um, her book sketch notes for educators and yeah it's it's really I think it's a really cool thing. And what I love most about it is you can actually do it with your students. So every day for me, I think, especially in elementary, that transition from lunch, recess, um, you can follow them on Twitter at sketch underscore 50. And people are sharing things and they really encourage you to, to take risks. Sketch 50. Nice. That's my big ha, uh-huh. Not aha. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What do you have? Um, all right. So
1: my aha moment, this is not one that happened just like your sketch 50 is not one that happened right now. It was a while Mm -hmm. ago. This is, this is one that, um, this was definitely an aha moment for me, but from a few years ago. And I think it's, I I think it's still uh, relevant. So I wanted to share it. Okay. I was working with my students. They were in grade eight at the time Mm -hmm. and trying to help them make their thinking visible. Similar to last week, I was talking about how we can use version history to make thinking visible. So along the same lines, I wanted uh, they were, they were, you know, submitting their docs to me, and I thought, I, I can't see, I, I want to see what you're thinking. I want to see the questions that you're asking. So when I was giving feedback to my students, I was using comments, right. which was wonderful. I was commenting on their work. They were replying to me. It was, it was very powerful. We had good dialogue going on. But I thought, there's more to this than me giving them comments. So we had a talk, I I did a, I did a think aloud, I showed them, if I was going to comment on my own work and use mm. comments as a, a virtual post-it note, a digital post-it note. Like I did a self-edit. A, like a self-edit. Okay. So if you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know what, I'm re- I'm writing this paragraph, but this topic sentence doesn't make sense to me, I'm going to revise it. Mm-hmm. I need to know what you were thinking. I need to hear that question. I need to hear you say yeah. This sentence doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to change it. Or I don't like this word. I want to know that you didn't like that word. That's right. your thinking and I need to hear that. Right. So I did a think aloud where I modeled if I was revising and editing my own work, how would I use the comments to show my teacher what I'm thinking? Right. I had them running with it and it was well, remarkable cool. how they were able to use these digital post-it notes or comments in a Google Doc to identify points in their work that they wanted to change, improve, revise, edit. So once
0: they made it, would they resolve it? Or how would you know? So I told them, please don't ever
1: resolve it, even though if they did, I could always see the history yeah, of it. comments, yeah. And yes, you do run into the risk that they can delete their own comments that they make because yeah. the owner of a comment does, does have the ability to delete it. But we had developed that culture where we knew that the process yeah. was important and yeah. the process was valuable. Oh, so gosh, they were lovely. using comments to revise and edit their own work and to make their thinking visible. Yeah. Now when I work with teachers, I have them plus mention themselves and then task themselves with things. Cool. So if you are making a comment on something, you highlight it and you press the little symbol or you use the shortcut. Yeah, the, and sim- if you- the symbol looks like a little speech bubble and pops up on the right-hand side. Right, so if I was tasking myself, then I would check the little box that comes up underneath the comment and it says, assign to virtual give or assign to Uh, kimberly.polishuk at gmail.com and then when I click assign it will come up now I just did this to Jen I'm going to do it to my for myself again so plus I'm assigning it to myself assigned to you the comments that you have assigned to yourself will have blue at the top Mm -hmm. and the comments that you assign to somebody else will be gray but then the really amazing part of this is Mm -hmm. something called um, actionable items. So mm-hmm. sometimes you're finished revising, you've finished making your thinking visible, you've given all, yourself all the comments you need, and you've closed the document. Well, three days go by and you think, oh, what did I, I have, have a do lot here? of work I have to do. I have a lot of tasks I've yeah. given myself, but I have no idea where they are. Yeah. So here is an awesome tool. If you go into your drive, just any any page in your drive, and you go into the top where it says search drive, you'll see there's a little drop down arrow, which actually... Thank you for the comment from a friend of ours who who uh, sent in a comment about our, our podcast and said, just like we call the three dots, Timbits and the three lines, pancakes and the wa- and the, the apps grid, the waffle. He said he likes to call the drop down arrow, the shark, the tooth. shark tooth, that was Jeff Humphreys, that was Jeff Humphreys. <laughs> so click on the shark tooth and a drop down menu appears. When you scroll right to the bottom of that drop down menu, you'll see an um, an item called follow up. When you click on the next Shark Tooth, so the drop-down menu for follow-up, you'll see an option called Action Items Only. When you click on action, Action Items Only and then search, all of the files in your drive for which you have tasked yourself or that you have been tasked by somebody else will appear with a little dial with a little circle beside it with the number of tasks yeah, a little that you gray, have. Yeah, a little gray circle. And when you click on that little gray circle, not only will it open up the document, but it will take you directly to that actionable item within the document. This is a really powerful tool for students yeah. who are, for students who are uh, making their thinking visible, tasking themselves with things they need to do because this is a great tool to track it and then find them again later. Yeah. So it's in the Google Drive page. Go into your search drop-down bar, follow up action items only, and then click
0: search, and, and all of those are. items will come up. That's pull such out. a great way to to find that and, and to filter down. Yeah. And then once you once you resolve it, they, yeah, did you say that when I was yeah. stepping up? Yeah. When, they, no, I didn't. But okay. when, yeah, when you resolve an action item, it will it will vanish from your action items list. Yeah. It's great. That is great. Love it. Good, Good. share. Very good share. That's it for this week. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at bit.ly forward slash shooks and That's bit.ly forward slash s-h-u-k-e-s and g-i-f-f. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app or by tweeting at us using the hashtag Shooks and GIF, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an uh aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.